episode of Bourbon and Badges, the podcast, coming to you from Studio 77 here in Gastonia, North Carolina. Bourbon and Badges, the podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Hound Dog. Hey, Slow Rod. What's happening, brother? Oh, man, just another day doing podcasting. I tell you, I think we got a pretty good show coming in tonight, but you know the sad thing about it is, is we're by ourselves. We are. Uh, it's the first time we had a podcast without uh, a guest or without Buck. Yeah, season two, I think episode four. Yes, we have is. had wonderful guests so far, and we have. excellent podcast with these guys. So, and some of the guests, man, I'm kind of scared because they know where Studio 77 is. They might try to come and kick both of us. Out. Yeah, <laughs> well, I tell you, they all done a pretty good job, they man. Have. And they uh, have. yeah, we're you know, you know, it's one thing I've always said about you know, in the past, you know, successful people are successful because they surround themselves with successful people. Yeah, and that's saying. what we've done with our guests so far. So far, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're we've had some really good uh really good entertainment. That's right. I think we have to. Yeah, last week if it went kinda of long, we normally try to keep these podcasts around an hour. We had about an hour and forty eight minutes last time with Jim yeah. Poole and Matt Sherrill. It was, yeah. If you didn't listen to the whole podcast, me do it need to do it in sections, but uh, you need to hear Jim's story of the shooting he is involved in. Mm-hmm. So yep. to tell in. Right, but it was worth going that extra time to to get get all everything we needed to get in the, the package we had that night. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it was just to hear that story, like kept me on the edge of my seat. Well, I tell you, and, and I appreciate these guys coming by the studio and being part of the show because you know they're not they're not compensated in any way other yeah. than sometimes free liquor. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, they take time out of their busy schedule and they show up and you know it's like. Uh, yeah, some of the pigs from out of state, you know, they they come in here for a brief time and still find time to be with us on the show. Yeah, because I think, I think we might have promised them something extra, like free liquor. Chips or something. Chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Quinny, been, he's been on a couple of times. Bad boy, yeah. these guys are from, uh, but we appreciate it. We do. Enough of the sucking up. Yeah, we're done with that. All right, uh, name that location, winner of the location. We have a winner, winner, chicken dinner. On the uh, name of that location was, uh, you know, we've had Bruce Moore, who has won multiple times, and I think. Now, Bruce is a Silva PD North Carolina officer. Yes, and he worked for Gaston. That's how we come to know him. And uh, he, uh, I think he's got an out. He's got to have, man. He's, he, well, he didn't, He don't know it. We're going to call him. He knows we're calling him. Yeah. But I'm assuming he thinks we're calling him because he won. Right. So many times, yeah. But he didn't win this time. We're gonna call right. him up and bust his chops. Let him know. Yeah, but the actual winner of the uh, name of that location is uh, a guy that we had here in the studio one time. Did two excellent podcasts with him, uh, Jonathan Hallman, also known as Johnny Awall. Yeah, we do. We surround ourselves with some very successful, intelligent people. We do. It makes us look better. I guess. <laughs> I don't know what's in it for them. It's win-win for us, but I don't, I don't know what's in it for them. That's and it. he actually did. He actually bring a bottle of liquor. That I think he did. He did. Yeah. He brought. I think we drank it all. Well, but anyway, of course. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, the name of that location was uh, Groom Lake, which is actually a part of Area Fifty One. Oh, cool! Out in uh, Nevada. And let me say, now, this podcast is pretty much hound dog, big bundle that he's put together. He's, he's tied everything in, including the liquor, and all that will make sense later. Yeah. But he's included everything into this one big knot. So it's going to be nice, or it's going to really suck. Yeah. 
But we're going to be drinking. I just so. put it off on you, so if it sucks. Uh, so if it sucks, it's all on me. Yeah, at the end of the show, it starts out actually cool. going to be into something I'll actually try to weasel in and get some credit somehow. <laughs> nice. So I'll tell you what. Since we uh, – Johnny Owal was a winner. Let's call old Brucey Moore up. Yeah. You know, we, uh, we have played with this to the point I think we're actually going to be able to make a phone call. Yeah, I hope so. Let's see if we can do Why it. Hound Dog's doing that. Uh, oh, I'd like to say we had a second podcast with – Matt Sherrill and Jim Poole that's nice enough to hang around. We had them in the in the studio. We did. So we done a second podcast. And that wasn't it. <laughs> and we finished we finished a fifth of liquor. We we actually done the rabbit hole. But to think about it, you know, we had about four hours, four, four and a half hours with these guys, and it's only a quarter of a fifth a piece if we drink, you know Which you know, that technically is probably ends up being maybe uh two or three shots. Yeah, and the uh, yeah. So one lead to is we don't advocate getting drunk. We don't. It's not part of what the show's about. Getting drunk. We we right. enjoy bourbon. We, we enjoy, enjoy the, the fellowship of bourbon. We enjoy the flavor and the taste. The a bourbon scienceology. Scienceology of bourbon, and that's just something that brings together. Plus, you know, we're all you know, most of us are cops, and and it's uh. But anyway, we don't advocate advocate drinking and driving. We'd never let anyone leave here. We'd call the uh, Uber or a family member or one of us to take them. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about an Uber. What is it? If more than one person's in the car. A Weber. It's a Weber. Yep. All right. So let's let's call Bruce up. Drum roll. Oh, drum roll. We got. Do we have? Drum, we don't have a drum roll, do we? Hey, it worked. All right. Let's see if he's answer. This is like dollar prayer. The number he gave us. <laughs> Brucey, Bruce, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I can hear you. Oh, good. We can hear you. And uh, by the way, uh, slow rides on here too. And what's happening, Bruce? Hey, man, what's going on? And welcome to Bourbon and Badges, the podcast. Yeah, man, you kind of like on here without being on here. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of like you're sitting across from me, but you're really not. Well, for me, it's kind of like going back in time because I don't think I've spoke with either of you guys in oh, it's been quite a while. while. Well, yeah, there's reason for that, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. uh Bruce, you know, we always do this name, this location, and you are hands down the top dog on naming this location. Yeah, brother, do you have an app or something? What, what, what is your secret to success? Okay, I'll come clean. Uh, <laughs> there is some kind of an app. Don't, don't tell people what it is. Though. Don't, 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 we don't want everybody having it. <laughs> but we figured something like that was going on. Although, you are a very intelligent man. You are. And by the way, okay. uh, well, to people that don't know you, <laughs> the winner, winner was not you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time ever, so we got to call him. We got to call old Bruce. Get him on the show. <laughs> so yeah, you, I, uh, I figure I know who probably won. I'll let you guys talk. No, about we, that. we've already talked about it. You tell, who, who do you think won? Uh, I think Holman probably got. It. You got it. Yeah, he did. He, he did. He got it. He got it right. Groom Lake. Which is part of Area 51. Yeah, uh, Hound Dog, Bruce, Hound Dog has tied all this podcast into one big bundle. Now, everything's going to fit in together to, around that. But uh, tell us about you, brother. What you got going on? Well, I uh, got a six-year-old. He just turned six. Oh, um, congratulations. I, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's uh, it's definitely a life-changing event, for sure. Uh, it's been a great, great experience. Uh, Michelle and I are still doing better than ever. 
Hey, tell Michelle we said hello. Yes. I will do that. I will do that. So. But, yeah, I uh, I work silver. I'm a lieutenant now. Oh, excuse me, oh, lieutenant. Excuse me, lieutenant. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I'm just you a patrolman. You know, you know uh, lieutenant, I, I was a sergeant, right? <laughs> the owner said that. <laughs> He's only Maybe said once that 6,000 times. <laughs> I've listened to literally every single one of y'all's podcasts, and uh, it's it's my favorite podcast. I listen to uh, driving back and forth to work, which I have about an hour commute each way. So, do you really? Wow. So, a, so, where are you located at? You don't have to give us your address, but no, I, I live in Clay County. Uh, it's right here, right off Lake Chattoo. Now, is that still mountainous, right. sir? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's about as far west in North Carolina as you can go. We're one county from being bordering Tennessee. Oh, good deal. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. good for you, man. I appreciate the uh, plug, too, for us. Yeah. Yeah, we appreciate you listening to us. Yeah, man. It's, you must it's be. great because it's just mm. like going down memory lane. A lot of times I sit there and I almost find myself having a conversation with y'all and I'm down <laughs> like that. <laughs> Yeah, you well, can certainly we, relate to us, brother. Do we ever answer you back when you're talking to us? <laughs> if you're in the car by yourself talking to us, it's probably the most intelligent conversation you ever had with us. True. <laughs> without us being, without us answering you back. Well, tell me, brother, what's it going to take to get you in the studio? Oh, goodness. Uh, that's the way I'm down that way. I've actually come down that way a couple of times, and I've not been able to look anybody up. But uh, it looks like I may be coming down to Concord in January. I'm working on a uh, FBI Lita. It's a trilogy, the Leadership Institute. And uh, it's a really great class for any law enforcement out there that hears that. Um, and there's one in, in January in Concord that I'm trying to get registered for. I just got to convince my chief to spend seven hundred dollars on it so. yeah man, that'd be great we can get you down be. here and um you know we can spend a day in the podcast room maybe one afternoon when you get out of class we go to grab something to eat or something man, that'd be cool yeah man be fun yeah. yeah i uh i didn't know how much i miss hanging out with y'all until i started listening to some of the old stories and stuff and that's uh that is so funny to hear some of the, the things that you guys talk about because a lot of it I remember and a lot of the people you've had on I know just so many good memories that working down there and and hanging out with you guys was probably the best time in my life that I ever had it was oh I so tell you man you used to, it, it was really fun and we appreciate we appreciate you saying that and so we feel the same way but we know why you really listen because you're afraid of some of the stories that might come out because <laughs> <laughs> you're still gainfully employed <laughs> and Hound Dog and I retired we, we can tell those stories now and you know, Bruce, I remember, yeah. I remember you and I uh, were in the uh, took somebody to the jail back back in the day when we worked together, and uh, I think you asked me when I started working. And I said nineteen eighty six, and I think you said that you were like two or three years old. <laughs> Mama, at the time. Mama. <laughs> yeah, well, the the interesting thing is now that's. Uh, that's come full circle because I'm training some guys that, <laughs> that were born right about the time I was going into it. So I've been in it now 20 years myself. Wow. Time flies, doesn't it, it brother? Time fly. Indeed it does. I can I can retire in about 11 years. So it well, is. Well, if, if you come now, by, 
and get Hound Dog and I out of the rest home. You had to sign us out. Sign, sign us out of our Greenbrier. In. Is it Greenbrier? Rosewood. Rosewood. Yeah, come out Rosewood. If you mean Rosewood Rest Home. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the worst rest home we, we've gotten yeah. in our county. Yep. Bruce, we appreciate your time, brother. Uh, any plugs or any th- shout-outs you want to give? No, just uh, keep, keep doing what you're doing, man. The, the stories on some of these podcasts are, are just priceless. You'll look back at them someday and you'll feel the same. I'm sure you already do, but it's it's really great. I love the ones with the stories. Good stuff. Oh, good deal, man. Good. We, cool. we, we're trying to find uh, you know, where, where our, our little fit actually is for the majority of the show. And about, everybody agrees with you, The uh, the just the uh, – the humor police stories. Some of it's yeah, funny. Uh, yeah. And I've played a lot of it. The guys, some of the guys I work with and, and with the sheriff's office in Jackson County, and they're, they're rolling. They're like, I, I just, I can't believe that place. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> just when they thought it had it bad to listen to us, you feel pretty good about yourself. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Bruce, brother, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll give we'll give you a shout uh, here in a couple of days, and and try and nail some things down. I, I I need to talk to you about some stuff up there as well. Sounds great. You guys take care. Thank you for having me on. No, right. thanks, thanks, brother. We'll see you later. See you, Bruce and Bruce. Okay. Bye. All right, man. That that makes heart feel good. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that old boy. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. And he's right, man. We still we still have some good old times. We did. We sure did. All right, what are we drinking tonight, man? I've already gave the plug, I think, for a smoke wagon. Well, did I? Yeah, I think, well, we, 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 we're drinking smoke wagon. Yeah, we we actually started a, the podcast prematurely, and we couldn't get the phone to work, so we shut that one down and started over. Had so, some technical difficulties. I know one, the first one or this one, we, we, we talked about smoke. Well, anyway, we're drinking smoke drinking. wagon. Smoke wagon bourbon. It, well... It's, Need your glass of... <laughs> Hell, it right here in front of me. Gosh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's rough getting old. It is. It's uh, straight bourbon whiskey. And I got some notes on it. I actually have notes on it. Let me pull them up right quick. Now, I have not seen that in North Carolina. Can we get that here? No, we cannot get it in North Carolina. It's. Uh, I don't even think you can get it in South Carolina. But I have a, uh, a buddy of mine that's a, uh, a pilot. You have a lot of buddies. Yeah, I do. I do have. I'm I'm, I'm lucky like that. I have a buddy of mine, uh, Dave Hudler, who is a pilot for one of the major airlines, and he had to go to Las Vegas to do some training. He uh, played golf this guy, right? I did. Yeah. Um. So he and I always saw pictures of Smoke Wagon. It's got a pretty cool looking bottle. Pretty cool looking graphics. Yeah, a couple of little six shooters on there. Yeah, and. uh while Dave was out there, I asked him if he could run if he run across a bottle of this to uh, you know, to hook me up if he could if he was able to. And believe it or not, he was uh, he brought me two bottles back. Cool. So we're gonna give us a try. Now, have you had it yet? I have not. I have right. not. The but you you got the tasting notes and I got, uh, yes, I do all the crap over there. So you're you're gonna be. I'll, it's gonna it's kind of like setting your mind what what you may be looking yeah, for. Yeah. So a little bit of information on it right quick. It's uh, straight bourbon. The uh, distillery or the company that uh, produces it is a Nevada H&C Distilling Company. The actual distillery is MGP, so okay. Midwest Grain Products. 
and it's 92 and a half proof, no wedge statement. The mash bill is 60% corn, 36% rye, oh. 4% malted barley. <laughs> this is going to be a high It's high rye, so it's going to yeah. she gets some peppery, yeah, peppery spicy, spicy notes mm-hmm. on this. Yep. Uh, colors caramel, and uh, the price point is around 30 bucks. Really? For this bottle, yeah. Yeah, it's a good bottle for 30 bucks. The, uh, the other one that he brought me is a lot more ornate than this one. Look at these big words you're using. Do you like that? I'm quite impressed. I'm going to look that up so it is, but I'm yeah, impressed. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it's, it's like it's, something you'd hang on a Christmas tree. Ornatement. Yeah, an ornatement. <laughs> you're an ornatologist is what you are. I am. I am. But uh, the other one, the other bottle is, is, you know, like I said, more ornate than this one. And it's, I think it was produced uh, 2019. All right. Can we give this guy a plug? Uh can we say what he, who he flies for? Yeah, I'm not going to say who he flies for, but uh, I will say it's a major airline, and uh, and he's he's a good dude. All right, good deal. Yep. But I'm going to pop this cork and do a pour and do a pour. That was wrong cue, huh? It was. That <laughs> sounds like a real long pour with our sound biting, <laughs> and you're actually doing it. All right, good deal, man. This is yeah, uh, MGP. That's out of Indiana. You know they they do um, grain bills for about anybody. Anybody could actually have them do a grain bill for them. Yeah, we could call them up and say, "Hey, man, we want a grain bill of this," and they'll produce it for us. Yeah, they have a website you can go to and actually have recipes on there for different grain bills, and you can ask for it. They'll they'll make it for you. They'll age it for you, or you can age it yourself. But uh, just because it's a sourced whiskey doesn't make it a bad whiskey. Exactly. We've had a lot of sourced whiskeys well, from MGP it, that were MGP's really good. been doing it for so long and doing it so well and yeah, you know, they they've got it, you know, it's figured out. They got it, they got it figured out. Yeah, cool. I want that said just for a second before before I nose it. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a little bit of off. I'm gonna give you a little bit of more information on it. Um this was actually just released in two thousand and nineteen. Uh, and so it's this is all straight from their uh, the website. Uh, the goal was to create an affordable everyday bourbon that had a unique and unmistakable smoke wagon flavor consisting of uh, sweet notes, rye with a rye finish. All right, smoke wagon flavor. What, I'm picturing steak, man. I'm picturing, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm picturing I'm, smoke wagon. I'm picturing like a, chuck, like a chuck wagon. Yeah, a big old steak and maybe some. Um, Out on the prairie. Some taters. Out on the prairie with the open fire with the covered wagon. So whiff of cattle and prairie dogs. Yeah. Caca. <laughs> All right. All right. So give it. You give it a nose there, slow ride, and <clears throat> I will too, but I've been influenced because I'm looking at the notes. Man, I'm getting cedar. I have never got that from a from <clears throat> a nosing as Buck would do, a dunking. Yeah. It's, uh, apples, cedar, hmm. cedar apples. I don't know if there's such thing as a cedar apple. It's pretty. Smells pretty good. It does. It's uh, no acetone whatsoever. No, and you so, know what? For the for the past, I don't know how long, I've been getting nothing but acetone or alcohol. Would you you and enlighten our listeners what your or your pre podcast drink was? <laughs> yeah, my pre-podcast drink, which we always do, always, and we have done that from the start, was uh, 
aristocrat. Yeah, the pre podcast drink makes us think we're funny. You may not think that out there, but <laughs> well, the more you drink, the better we sound. Oh yeah, please do drink up. But uh, yeah, that's that actually smells. Don't smell bad. I don't get no peppery smell to it at all. Yeah, again, man, maybe a little vanilla, apple, cinnamon, and I guess because you. Said cedar, I, I get that. Yeah, I did. Right off the bat, I got cedar, I got cedar chest. Like you just open it up and yeah, the hit you in the face. So you want to want to know what the uh, what the company says the nosing notes are? Yeah, let's hear it. Honey, toasted nuts with some oak and heat. Oak, so, oak. Well, we had we had tree. We just had the right tree. That smells. It does smell pretty good. I think. I get. Uh, I get a little bit of the cedar. Do, do you get it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've never had this profile. I've never smelt this profile before. It's pretty cool. And it's quite it's quite impressive, especially with that high uh rye. With the high rye, yeah. And again, just yeah, I'm sure we are born in Alicia maybe, but the difference between a rye whiskey and a high rye, a rye whiskey, the majority the first grain in the grain bill is a rye. A high rye, the second grain in the grain bill is a rye. So this would be. Does that make sense? This would be a high rye. Yes, it's a high rye. Yeah, but we got predominant corn, sixty percent. But yeah, sixty. But you know what? Come to think of it, which makes it a bourbon. Come to think of it, I kind kind of do have a sweet corn smell to it now. Maybe a little bit. Why? Maybe. Because we maybe we we we, we told ourselves that's what it's going to smell like. All right, so give us a give us All a right. taste, Stephen. We'll see what you think about it, and I can. Uh, I can. That's say, different. Is it different? That is different. Is it? Okay. I don't know if you can hear me do this. I don't mean to, if you can hear me do the Kentucky Chew, but that means right here, go to the yeah. air. But I don't mean, let me do this again. All right, go right ahead. Let me do this about 40 more times. So I just got to sit here and just look at my notes and try to sound like I'm intelligent for the 40 more times. I ain't smacked on that. Go ahead. Take, right. a, take a drink. Throw. That is, uh, I'm getting toffee. Taffy? Am I saying it right? What's it? Taffy? Toffee? Mm. Is toffee the top of taffy? Ooh. That's different, is it not? It's different. I'm not getting any around that at all. I am. Are you? Mm-hmm. No pepper, no uh no maybe a little spice on the back end. Yeah, I'm getting uh get I am definitely getting a little I'm bit. I'm getting of custard pepper. pie. Custard pie. That's different. We've had other bourbons. Of, we've had different tastes, like uh had cotton candy the other week. I think when Shine Man is on here. So that is uh, what's the proof on that? Ninety-two and a half. Yeah, you know, I like a ninety proof, but that is not that does not feel like a ninety ninety proof burn. All right the uh, the taste is creamy. Mouthful with initial rich sweet notes of honey and caramel. Uh, on I'm the, getting the honey now. She mentioned it. Yeah, on the tip of the tongue, followed by nuts, oak, and pepper spice. I, I do get the pepper spice on that. Uh, and then the nuttiness and oak fade <laughs> as pepper spice forms rye takes over. I get that as well. Do you really? Not, yeah, I'm not picking up on that rye at all. It's not bad. I mean, for a rye, it's not bad at all. No, I agree. And uh, 
And I'm not a rye guy, and you're not yeah, a rye guy. Black was a rye guy. Yeah, and uh, it's not it's not bad. I like it. I, I do like it. I'm doing a taste after you give me the notes. See if the notes influenced it at all. No, I'm still tasting the. That's clean. That's good. It's not as now for some reason. It's not as peppery and spicy to me. That's good. It is. I'm ready to rate this baby. You're gonna be surprised by rating. Oh yeah. Dang man, I just got something different. I just got a. Uh, Can you reset distilled water? I'm just interested. I'm interested in what that's gonna do to it. I just got the uh, a totally total different taste profile than I've read or I've seen. And that was a hint of orange. Oh, I hate that I put this water in there now. Orange. Uh, just a hint. Maybe orange peel. But you're, yeah. getting, the, you're getting the peel or you're getting actual the big juicy orange out well, of it? Well, I guess the peel because it's kind of kind of a bitter taste. Yeah. But it's, yeah, still I think it still has an orangey flavor. Yeah, you put them in my mouth. I think you're right. All right, see, wow me with your uh, score. Eight. I've written it down. Eight. Eight. Highest, highest really? thing I've ever written. I've ever... Uh, Ever rated. rated. I'm an impressed. Eight. I'm an impressed. Eight. And it's a freaking high rye. Holy cow. I'm a barrel guy, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Hound Dog likes the uh, witty, sweet wheat stuff. Yeah. I, I like do. the Knob Creek, the deep barrel bourbons. That's different. It's different. I don't, you know, I don't, I would like to have that with a, like every other drink, mm-hmm. drink. Maybe not every day, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Knob Creek one day, a few days later this. Okay. So I'll give it a six. six really? Six? Yeah. Huh. I thought I would thought more. And uh, that's a seven. So, so it's a daily drinker. It's definitely a daily drinker by Bourbon and Badges standards. Not for you, but overall, yeah. it is. And I mean, I mean I'm, I, I like it, but it's not quite there for me. And let it be said that, uh, you know, this, it's probably a higher rating because it's just the two of us, the three or four people rating True. it. Right. Normally, that would drive that down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm impressed with it, man. It's totally different. Because you have time. If you have more than two people doing it, you have that outlier like we did last week with uh, Cheryl, with Matt. He uh, he scored something like a four. Yeah. And the rest of us up. You, and, Jim, and I was up around six or seven. You know, taste is so subjective. It is. It is. And with that being said, you know, a uh, few things. I've got a, a short topic before we get into our big topic for the day. Okay. Uh, a few things came up, and Hound Dog was talking about this, of course, off the air. And, and what brought it to light was, you know, at, we both worked at the ABC store here in Gastonia. Plug for we do. Gastonia ABC stores. Yep. And with that, we had the opportunity to meet and and what's word and what's word I'm looking for uh, meet and interact yeah. with Bourbon Knights. Yes, we call these people yeah. that come in just just the hardcore bourbon hunters, and they come in every day. Yeah, and they'll sit down, and the, you know the, you'd think their lifelong goal is to find that ultimate bourbon, right? They're unicorns, so to speak. Yeah, but then they come in, and they actually there's a club here in Gaston that neither Hound Dog and I belong to. Really? We don't belong to it, or there's a club? No, no both. <laughs> oh yeah, there, there there is there is a bourbon club. And they go as far as pairing, and 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 they've talked about this several times. You know, way back several years ago when it all started, 
pairing cigars with bourbon. Oh, okay. And I really gave it, never really gave it much thought. Okay. Until a few things happened. All right. And of course, we lost Buck. We did. Uh, we went to uh, Smoking Barrel in Mount Holly, give them a free plug. Yes, we did. Great, great, great place. The owner bent over backwards, taking care of us in Buck's honor. Every time we've been there. Just shows how much Buck was loved. Yeah. And, and it is, it is a uh, Smoking Barrel, just, just like it says, it's, it's a, uh, it's just laid out big, giant leather chairs everywhere. You can have a fine bourbon, and then they have a big, giant humidor. Actually, their humidor is bigger than our Studio 77, oh, yeah. the actual podcast room. It's a big walk-in humidor. And but <laughs> What is it? Humidor. Okay. That sounds like a bourbon. I mean, a tequila we have. I wish Buck was here. He heard me use a, actually <laughs> use a correct word in the correct sentence. Okay. Uh but with that said, Buck's favorite cigar, and I've never smoked cigars, right. was a Fat Bottom Betty. Yeah. So Just the name's cool. Oh, yeah. we So we had this, and, and I don't know anything about cigars, but uh, it was very rich, very sweet on the lips, very, uh, when you do, uh, you know, you don't inhale a cigar. Okay. You just get the smoke in your mouth, just like bourbon. You, know, you, you, you let all these taste buds hit these, hit these, um, let all the smoke hit these taste buds, and, and it gives you a beret of uh, of flavors. Now you said it's, it's very sweet to the taste. Was that because they maybe dip it, dip the bud of it in some kind of sweetener, or is that just the tobacco flavor? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about it to, to, to answer that. But with that being said, though, I thought, huh, there, maybe there's something to this. Well, the, uh, the pairing. Yeah, and then uh, probably two weeks ago, a young guy came in. And it's really nice when you have, you know, young, you know, the young guys don't only come in. They want something. They just, they're, they're looking for to get drunk. They want to get a high. They're looking for something to party with that weekend or that night. Right. They really don't come in looking for flavor or any type of profiles. This young man in his 20s did that. And and, uh, and I guess you don't mind me saying it, but, you know, when people come into the liquor store and ask about bourbon, everybody refers them to either Hound Dog or myself. Right. Which is a compliment to us yeah. and our show. Mm-hmm. So they referred me to this guy, and we were talking to him, and uh, there's an older gentleman sitting off to my left looking at bourbons, and he's overhearing this conversation with this young man. This young man is looking for to get into bourbons. Okay. Do the whole science behind the bourbons. Do the, the whole – I don't know the word I'm looking for. That's why I miss Buck. He has these big words. You know, there's a calling for this. You know, there's, there's – you know what I'm saying? If you just go out and seek this information and seek the different flavor profiles and things. And mm-hmm. this young man was into that as opposed to getting drunk, just go out and, you know, just getting hammered like right. most young people do. Right. And he also asked, can you recommend a cigar? I'm like, man, I wish I could. I wish I could. Yeah. So I started researching this and uh, you know, found out that it's not as complicated as I would have thought. Uh Mm. cigars are kind of like bourbons everybody's you know your, your flavor profile is so different you know what i may like in cigar and bourbon you may not or you may okay and vice versa but i did find out there's three three things you do you try to do with a cigar and a bourbon is you try to find one that complements each other and i'm assuming that's similar flavor profiles okay and it makes me want to ask a question to you you may know have you been in somewhere you see them actually smoke a bourbon I have not been somewhere where they do that. I've saw, I've seen it on videos and stuff. Or they inf- try to infuse the smoke into the bourbon. Right. Yeah, they like 
I seen this it, is actually at the bar. I seen it done a couple of different ways, like on videos. But uh, you know, they'll fix a drink of you know cocktail with bourbon in, it, and then they'll smoke it, and they will just add the smoky wood burning. I just took another but, another drink, and that that is that is quite impressive. Different, it's different. Okay. But anyway, yeah. So with that being said, yeah, the you know, the uh, you try to look for something to complement each other or contrast to something that's so different. That it brings a unique flavor profile so between the two. So different that it's good. And something to accentuate makes a more noticeable or prominent difference. Mm. Those are three things. And that's far as I've got so far. Okay. So with that being said, are we looking to start to introduce a little bit of cigars to our podcast? You know, I don't think I'd want to do it here because this equipment is so expensive to have smoke in this equipment. Right. I agree with that. But, but yeah, I, I, that that is something. And no, I don't, you know, uh, of course, we don't advocate drinking to get drunk. And we do the same thing with cigars. We would not advocate smoking every day. Yeah. But, man, being at Smoke and Barrel, sitting yeah. there in the atmosphere, Mm-hmm. These really nice I and mean, these are really soft leather chairs. Manly, yeah. feel manly just being in there. Right, it's like a, it's kind of like a, a lounge. Yeah, this uh, smoke barrel's gonna owe us big on this. On these, they are <laughs> Mount Holly, North Carolina. Look them up, and yeah. uh, and I cannot again. The the owner bent over backwards. He did. And to take care of us. He's also the uh, the mayor mayor of, of uh, Mount Holly. That's cool, man. Yeah, tying these two things together really opened up a whole new door for me and hopefully us. Yeah, let's let's ponder that. Let, let's drink about it. Let's drink about that. I don't mean to steal your line. Oh, that's good. It's, that's good. That's what it means. All right. With that being said, now we are drinking smoke wagon. The smoke wagon is from where? What? Who's this? Where's the distillery at? Las Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, cool deal. And, and that ties into the name that location. Ties into the name of that location, which is Area 51, Groom Lake, which also <clears throat> ties into the topic for today, which is uh, on June 25th, 2021, the Office of the Director of the National of National Intelligence. That kind of leaves us out because <laughs> it's got intelligence in it. But uh, the preliminary assessment of unidentified aerial Phenomenon. The, yes, the government has finally came out and said there is such a thing as unidentified aerial phenomenon. Yeah, it's very interesting, by the way. Sorry I was off there for a That's second. That's fine, which is uh, basically UFOs. Yeah, you know, with that being said, you and, and you, uh, we looked at this maybe last week because you left a very in-depth. Yeah, can, I, can I look at your notes real quick? Yeah. I actually printed out the uh, the official official report from the uh, director of the national in, of national intelligence. Yeah, I said that. Oh, did you? I'm sorry. <laughs> Basically, it come from the Pentagon. Where it come from? We well, I looked that over. So, what is the difference between a UFO and an unidentified aerial phenomena? About forty years. <laughs> so we just rebranding it. So we're doing. So. I, I think that's what it is. That's, that's the only thing I can figure out. What about well, you? The only thing I, I I'm not prepared as you are. Uh, we were going to have a guest tonight, and something came up, and he had to be out of town, so we 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 had to kick, you know, had to punt. All right, yeah, you're right. And so I looked up UFOs. An identified flying object uh, is it any perceived aerial phenomena that cannot be immediately or identifiable or explained. 
So it's, 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 it's unidentified aerial phenomenon is right there in the definition of UFO. Yeah, it is. And this, according to the report, there, there's been a couple of videos that's come to light in the past uh, several years. Well, a couple of years, actually. Uh, they go by the gimbal video and the uh, go fast and tic tac videos. That's just the ones that the actual military has uh, came out and said that, yes, there's something out there that we don't know what it is. And if they claim the uh, that they defy all known aerial maneuvers. If you can hear that on the mic, that is my oh, fault. Oh, can. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, you got to be professionals and turn those things off. Yeah. But uh, they, like I said, they go against everything that we know about uh, aerial maneuvers. Like they will go against very strong headwinds when and just move crazy ways. Right. So you and, and and you're talking about some of these. You, we've got really high end people seeing these, like uh, fighter pilots. Fighter pilots have recorded a lot of this stuff, um, and which. If you go and look at the gimbal video, which I wish I'd already thought about this and pull it up, because have you seen it? No, who's gimbal? Gimbal, I don't know. It's just that's what it's called, a gimbal video. No, is this one of these fighter pilot videos? Yes, I guess you've already seen them, or have you? I have. And do you do you think I've just seen them in the past? But do you think and just devil advocate? Okay. Do you think something was put there for them for them to see? It is all staged, not not for them, but to see how it's reported, to see how they react I mean, to these things. It, it could be, it could be a hoot owl in the in the, in the, uh, in the studio seventy seven. <laughs> but anyway, um, the gimbal video, the the video that we we're talking about is the, uh, um, they do it in infrared, so you can pick up the heat signatures of it. And this thing is moving crossways, but it's like counter rotating itself, which is kind of strange, I thought, and which led me to believe or made me think that there must be, there's no vapor trail, no smoke coming from it, no signs of propulsion, no wings no nothing look like a tic tac one of them look like a tic tac yeah and the other one what do you think i'm asking you what do you think about ufos or um unidentified aerial phenomena do you believe i think because you don't believe in bigfoot no i don't i think as big as this our universe and our universe is relatively small compared to the greater picture it's hard for me to think that there's not other intelligent life form out there. Assuming we're intelligent. Yeah, yeah assuming we're intelligent. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's a documentary out there about a black hole. Yes. It's where every, every uh, major telescope, telescope, is that right? Telescope yeah. is aimed toward this this particular black hole in particular time, and they record all the data and put it together like a puzzle. Right. But it's kind of slow out of the gate, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hang in there long to see. You. Crap! Uh, did you see that program? Uh, no, I did not. Why is this not working? 
one of the most. All right, here we go. I'm trying to pull. What I'm trying to do is pull up a uh, video to show slow ride that we can ex- kind of describe what we're seeing. You know, why do you believe? Of course, you said all this vast, vast space out there, right? And it's cool. I mean, it's, this is hard to for for me to fathom that <clears throat> that we're the only intelligent life form out there. But you, you, and you can believe that, but you can't believe that the ancient aliens. Do you believe in that that program? They are they are like some of these Bigfoot hunters. Everything is due to aliens. Everything if you, you know they'll see. Uh, you know, something carved in, in, a, in a rock. Okay, that's aliens. Everything's aliens to them. Right. Yeah, and sometimes if I think they run out of topics to talk about because when it first came on, they had some pretty good topics, pretty good shows. Mm-hmm. The longer it went, the more out there they got. True. And, you know, yeah, everybody's got brown eyes, brown hair, but grandma, she, you know, she's got red hair and blue eyes, so therefore she's related to an alien somewhere. Yeah, I you know, that's just a, it's like a double edged sword. I think some stuff's out there is believable, some stuff is not. And there are people out there that you know if they look up into the sky and see something that, that they normally wouldn't think would be in the sky, it's automatically a UFO. Well, it's not. Well, no, I tell you, I would like to give a plug for an app. I have an Android. All right. It's called SkyMap. <clears throat> okay. It's pretty cool. You can sit there and uh, you download SkyMap, and you can sit there and look daylight or night. And, and if you look at a group of stars, whatever, you, you can look through SkyMap with your phone, yeah, and it will tell you what that constellation is, what the, what the star is. Uh, there's also one on there that tells you when satellites are coming over, when the U.S. space station is coming over. Mm-hmm. You know, go to the mountains quite often. Yeah. And up there around – uh, thirty eight hundred feet. Okay. Uh, some sometimes up to uh, right six, uh, six six thousand feet. Okay. And man, I'm telling you, you, you can actually see the space station come through. That's cool. Can you really? Oh, yeah, you can sit there see satellites screaming by. It's, the satellites normally are like a red light, and then they are hauling butt, man. Really? But the south, the uh, yeah, U.S. space space station is a bright, bright light, uh-huh. and it's and it's hauling butt too. But it's cool to see those things, and and, and these these apps actually point those out for you, let you know when they're coming through. What's the the quality it has a little bar on there? It tells you the quality of being able to see if it's green means you can see it good hmm. because of cloudy days or whatever, cloudy nights. Yeah, it's pretty cool apps. Look at both those apps if you're into this type of thing. Okay, but I find it hard to believe you believe in aliens, but not Bigfoot. You know, there's more. I'm not making. I'm not. Oh, I promise you, I'm not making this a Bigfoot <laughs> program. Oh, that's fine. That's cool. Whatever. But all these vast wilderness here, and you know, no one's no one's located an alien. We've seen some UFOs, but no one's located an alien before. No one's not that we know of. No not, one's ta- not, not that the government has confirmed. And so, what's near Nevada, Las Vegas? Area fifty-one, and that ties into your name and location. We already went over this. You, so. I'm not saying I'm, I'm just impressed that you you just made a total <laughs> program out of this. But look at this video, Steve. This is the uh, the gamble the gimbal video. All right, well, you got I got it pulled up on on my iPad, and it's a uh, recording from a from the uh, now whose phone's that? That's mine. All right, you scold me about not having oh, mine turned on. Look, I just now turned mine off. All right, so uh, but, what I'm looking at looks like the tic tac. Is that the tic tac? No, this is the gimbal. The gimbal. Yeah, the gimbal. 
the <laughs> and don't ask why because I don't know. That's just what was the pilot name's Gimbal. It may have been. It may be a gimbal flying it. Did he drop a little couple little gimbals in his britches when he seen it? Probably. <laughs> but if you look at it, can you see it all right? Yeah, what it looks like to me is you're looking like, because I'm not a pilot, it looks like a video game of a pilot that you see. A heads-up display. Yeah, it looks like the you're looking through some type of Target uh, thing on, on a fighter jet, fighter jet on yeah. one of these uh, games you might play. All right. All right. But the uh, the white thing in the middle. And I see clouds down below it. Yeah, so they're above, above the cloud line. Yeah. The white thing in the middle is kind of arcing up, you know, to the uh, to the top left of the screen. It's white. Almost look like a teardrop almost. Yeah. It's, it's the color's white. And the white is that it is, that's the heat signature from the actual craft. That the plane's picking up on. Yes. And. The aircraft. Yeah. The. You. The unidentified aerial phenomenon. So the white is heat. No, this, does this have audio? Probably does, but I'm sure it does. But I don't know how to do it. We don't have the, no, we don't have the ability have to play it. <laughs> no. But if you, I'll just I pause it right here because, like I said, white shows up the heat, and right down here at the bottom it says white. That's that's letting you know that white is heat. I saw all this on a, on a program. Around it, which is what is a lot colder air, because it's showing up black. I can see that. If white's heat, black's cold. Now, where can someone, where can our listeners go and see this? Just look it on uh, YouTube. Just type in gimbal or uh, UAP, and it, it all come up on YouTube. All right. So it's got the white as a heat, like I said. The black around it is the cold air around it. Why do you think that thing has cold air around it? I don't have a clue. Are you going to inform us? No, or? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You that. would think they'd have some type of propulsion. You would think, but the but like the, a jet uh, engine or something that would give off heat signature. If the actual object itself is white, the area I, I, around. No, it. I agree. So I'm saying it doesn't look like it's giving away, giving off any right. heat signature whatsoever, as far as propulsion. Right. Right. But and the heat, I mean the the coldness around it kind of weird to me because it should be all hot around there i would think i'd like to see a comparison to one of our one of our fighter jets or something well all right i just hit the play and see how it's moving you see by the clouds this and right here they went to they switched to black now what's that doing damn it they switch to black where black shows up right here at the bottom is black so is indicating heat and white is indicating So they're looking cold. for some type of propulsion, propulsion signature. Right. And there's not one. All right. Now this kind of makes me think that this craft here is somehow manipulating the air around manipulating. it. Manipulating. Manipulating. <laughs> manipulating the air around it. Well it's definitely airborne. It's in it's in the air. It's a so that's is it somehow doing that to propel itself? I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. All right. Oh, so what's the conclusion of this of this video? Uh, let's see. It just shows it flying around, and I don't think this one. I just think it cuts off. 
but it, it actually rotates itself like against the wind counterclockwise. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Again, where, where can someone see this? YouTube. Just go to YouTube and type in. Uh, everything's on YouTube. Everything's on YouTube. It is. It really is. Then they have the Tic Tac video, which looks like a little Tic Tac flying through the air. That's the one I've seen. Yeah. But I just it's just hard for me to believe that, you know, from 1947 when the uh, Roswell happened, the government's like, no, this don't exist. This does not exist. That was a weather, weather balloon. There's no such thing as UFOs or... Uninformed like people are easy to control. Easier to control. I guess. It's like this whole COVID-19 thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's just you know, coming back around and, you know, no one trusts the media anymore. No one, you know, I don't even trust Fox News anymore. I don't either. I don't you watch know, as much news. Yeah. You know, the news networks have done nothing but just started this propaganda. But anyway, I think the second wave, now they're saying, you know, the second wave is hitting everyone that's not... Uh, has been vaccinated. I think it's just BS and that they're just saying that to get everybody vaccinated. And they're, uh, it's a whole other show. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I lost my train of thought I was going with this, but yeah, uh, I think the general population, the intelligent generally population, meaning the people that didn't vote for Biden, the intelligent <laughs> people. Okay. Uh, they're not going to give in as, as easily this time as they did the first time. Right. So, with that being said, if the government don't, oh, by the way, <clears throat> that video was shot in 2004, and it's taken this long to. My understanding, to some, someone, like, uh, someone leaked it. They did, then. And again, it makes you whole thing, was it leaked on purpose? Could have been. You know, were these things placed, where these, these, these fighter pilots would see it to test their abilities, to test their. Uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Test their, um, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it, keep it to themselves or just to the government or to leak it or. Yeah, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that was, it leaked intentionally. Like, yeah, most anything that's leaked is intentional. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but, but from whom? The the person but, uh, that leaked it or the, the think, government behind it? I think it was the person that actually worked for the government who decided this needs to be out. And are they still employed by the government? No, <laughs> they are not. But this person also goes on all over the country, been on numerous TV shows talking about this stuff. Well, if you're listening out there and you're this guy, we'd love to have you on podcast. <laughs> yeah, we would. And he probably would. I don't know. I don't know if we would. We are heard by 23.2 people <laughs> at any given time. True. But anyway, I think it's just amazing how, you know, government says this don't exist. And all of a sudden, well, you know what? Maybe it does. And why did we have the U.S. Space Force uh, started up? Well, you know, that's this whole other topic, and I find that very interesting. So, you know, I think it all kind of ties in. Because if you're out there in space, the best thing to do is you just take out all our spy, our, our satellites. Yeah. I mean, we're done. Mm-hmm. True. All our communication is done. Yep. All of, uh, you know, all of our, our eyes on the sky, our eyes anywhere is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we lose we lose all our like cells. We lose everything. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, that same video there was multiple targets like that out there that day or night or whenever it was, and that's the only one they happened to get radar lock on. So anyway, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Was, so what made you 
think about this, to go dig and pull out this whole report. And it's, it's a very impressive report, by the way. They got the presidential seal on it. Yes. Yeah, uh... <laughs> you printed this thing out in color, man. You're, uh, so so what, what made you go look for this? I watched a documentary that Josh Gates did on this same thing. And he held up this copy of the, not this copy, he held up a copy of that. So you should have him sign it. <laughs> I know. Held up a copy of that and said, the government came out with this report. Is it a real thing or not? Then he had panels of people, fighter jet, fighter pilots and all kinds of people on there. And it was very interesting. And I thought, well, I wonder if, Oh, hound dog in Gastonia, North Carolina, can print out a copy of the report. I went and, and looked you it did. up, and I did, and you can. Yeah, well, that's it, pretty cool. It's interesting. So, how come Josh Gates? Yeah, can pull such the, a great audience. He's got the ultimate job. You know, you think until some of the things he does. I mean, yeah, you're right. If you if you like to travel, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't know if I would eat some of the stuff he eats. You know, and anybody who knows me knows I don't care for heights. Some of these things he repels down. To, and he's a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can he repel is. down some of these things he's done. I guess I could for the right amount of money. Yeah. But he does an excellent job. On he does. Uh, yeah, Mike Rowe also is excellent. He is. And I always bring up Mike Rowe when people rings up Josh Gates. Because I think Mike Rowe can beat him up. Uh, yeah, probably so. But uh, I think Josh both Gates. are very intelligent guys. Both of them are excellent jobs. Uh, and Micro has his own page. If you, you know, if you if you're a Micro fan, you need to join his page because he has some really he has a really good thing out right now about the um, getting vaccinated about the virus. And he got vaccinated, by the way. He, he got the shots. Mm-hmm. But uh, so he asked him, why why do you not why are you not going out here on your on your page out here because you're such a public figure and telling everybody they need to get shots. And he gives a very in depth detailed statement to that and it's very excellent read probably a two-minute read but excellent read basically things is i'm not a doctor it's not my place to go out there oh that's cool but anyway yeah yeah, both these guys are excellent all right man we're 54 minutes into the program anything else going on are are you through with that i guess are you not gonna ask me if i believe in aliens do you believe that there's other intelligent life forms out there i like the way you ask i thought you were gonna ask if i believe in ufos no. I do believe in UFOs. I do believe in unidentified aerial phenomena. So you were just playing devil's advocate. No, no, no. I'm saying, is it is it earthbound? Is it the Soviet Union? Is it us? You know what? If it's here's what one us of the being guys, the United States. Yeah, here's here's what that's U.S. Us. Yeah, you're right. Hey. <laughs> but uh, here's what one of the guys said on there. If it is our military, that's you know. And these guys being military guys? Yeah, these guys are military guys. So if it is our military, great. That's awesome. If it is not, we're screwed. Because the technology that they have, that these UAPs have, is what years and multiple multiple years beyond our technology. So. All right. I, I started to ask a question that I answered in my mind as I started to ask it. Why... Are they here? Why are they looking at us? But we have been looking for them forever. Right. So why would they not? If it's someone else equal or advanced intelligence, not be looking at us. Yeah, exactly. What would you do? What would you do if they make contact? You're sitting at the house. You're watching uh, Long Ranger, whatever you watch. Okay. And 
bleep, 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 bleep. News flash comes up, alert, uh, and it starts showing pictures of these, you know, like, like, like all these. I'm, I'm going to watch an alien movie tonight. <laughs> like, you know, it shows all these big giant spaceships above all the major cities, and they're there, and they're just hovering there. And, and they say, well, they're over gas on in North Carolina. What would I do? Yeah. I'd go out there and look at them. Would you get your gun? I'd have it close. Did you see? You seen what COVID done to the general public? Yes, the China flu, China yeah, virus. Yeah, the China virus. Yep. Could you imagine what somebody would do to the mass hysteria? Oh yeah, with the uh, the media, the media. Just then, just that, yeah, and the way the sheep, and I say sheep, the yeah, the normal snowflakes would would ref, would react oh, it, to that. It would be, you know. We got a virus, so the, the everybody buys toilet paper. Yeah. To a point, nobody can get toilet paper. Right? Could you imagine? And all these preppers. Oh man, man! I'm not against being prepared, and I do have a very very uh, healthy stash of toilet paper now. That <laughs> <laughs> just put back. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not against you know, being a prepper. I'm not seeing anything bad about that, but just you know, all these people say, you know, I, I told you so. Yeah. Yeah, if it if if it come news flash come across that hey there's a uh, unidentified things in the air flying above Gaston here in North Carolina right now, my ass would run out there and look at them. All right, these guys have landed in Gastonia and they're violent. These are uh, a very advanced life form. You've got family here in Gastonia. I have family here in Gastonia. We have <clears throat> friends and loved ones, and you are still a sworn police officer, and you know that anything you carry is not going to equal to what they've got. What do you do? It's a good question. I never have never really. Uh, do you leave the family at home and say, you know, uh, I've got a calling. This is what I, this is the oath I've taken, and I've got to go do what I can do, regardless how little that might be. Do you do it? Protect my family first. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I think I do the same thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, go to the vault. Yeah. Get the most expensive bourbon we got. <laughs> and drink up. Drink and go out. <laughs> grab my grab my guns and, and give it what we can give it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that way at least they eat me. They, maybe they'll be drunk enough off of my Some, that somebody blood else alcohol level, yeah. That, <laughs> that they're force field around them or yeah. dissipate. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> cool. Anything else, brother? No, I can't think of anything. I hope you know, if people like out there listens to this and all two of them that are probably listening to it. Um, if you have things you want to bring up, let us know on Facebook. Yeah, that's it. That's actually, yeah. And, and Bruce brought up an excellent point, you know, and I think the majority of feedback I get, people really like the police stories. People really like the humor that we add to these stories. Right. So yeah, if you're out there, you're listening, give us an idea of what you like. Do you like this more serious type? Podcasting like kind of like we've done tonight, as opposed to just sitting around and non-scriptive shooting the bull and yeah. yeah. And every time we bring in a new guest, you know that, that of course that happens because they bring in a whole new set of stories. Yeah. Okay, no reads for the night. You know, reads are advertising. That's how we pay the bills, people. That's yeah, how we so, keep the lights on. So if you don't hear us do a read, that means we don't have any reads to do. And uh, if you like for us to plug your business. Yeah, we work for a very minimal because the read, there's two types of reads that we do. One's a pre-podcast read, which we haven't done yet. Oh, we haven't. 
and the one is pre is mid podcast. We can do it sometime during the podcast at your convenience. If you'd like to advertise with us, we work very minimal. We work for food, alcohol, and cigars. True. But uh, we do need a way to keep the lights on. Uh, if you'd like to advertise with us, please contact us. Uh, get up with us. We'd love to plug your business. We'd love to give you uh, you know, a very ample, above advertising for the for the dollar amount you'd pay. All right. Got a shout out to the pigs? We do. Central Maine. Central Maine Renegade Pigs. Thank you guys, and uh, we enjoy hanging out with you and whenever we see you. You know, Bruce Moore's on Renegade Pig for a while. And of course, was. when he moved back to Silva, he had, you know, he was getting married, starting a family. There's not a chapter up there. So, sold his motorcycle. Yes, had to sell his motorcycle. He had to yeah. become domesticated. Did. But hopefully one day, Bruce, you'll get that motorcycle back and you'll be riding with us. Exactly. All right. All right. Be sure you can find us on any of your listening platforms out there. We are on, seriously, 20 different platforms. We have our own website if you just google bourbon and badges the podcast it'll come up and give you a total list of everything we've got out there you can email us bourbon and badges at yahoo.com now will you uh, check those emails i've checked them i've been checking them and uh we're not getting any you know yeah but never okay, checked I, them but he may have just been saying that because there was never any out there so <laughs> But yeah, email us. Let's know what your thoughts are. Let's uh, give us any idea if you'd like to be a guest on the show. We'd love to entertain that thought and see about how we can make that happen. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm my, looking at you. It's my turn. If you're sitting around somewhere doing something and somebody keeps on staring at you, it means it's probably your turn. So anyway, let's drink about it and drink responsibly. And as Buck would say, you first responders out there, be careful. Watch your backs. Thanks for listening, people. Both would say, we need to push some slide to get taller in there. Yeah. <laughs>